don't laugh at my mask, man. But you know, that's the mask, man. And um, I wrote in cursive, so you might not be able to read it. But my three words are um, vulnerability, um, the process, and the happiness. Um, because for me, from a vulnerability standpoint, the reason I put that was because um, a lot of times the thing that connected us was my content, right? And that's the thing that's that's had, you know, put me in a lot of spaces with dope people. But a lot of times I think that people think I create this content to operate as if I'm superior to you, as if I'm telling you what to do because I'm perfect and you're not. But a lot of people don't understand that the, the topics and the reason I speak with such passion and love when I'm creating is because I'm the one dealing with a lot of those things that I'm telling you about. Right. So so for instance, how you so we connected on the piece of mental health and, and what really matters and what was happiness is because I lived that. I saw people that I, you know, my pops who I love dearly, he put money and materialistic things before his family. So then it damaged our relationship, right? And it makes me focus on things that are really don't matter. And sometimes I put my daughter on the back burner, even when I don't try to. I put my relationship on the back burner, even when I don't try to. So I, I take those things that I'm feeling and the things I'm thinking about and I get them out the best way I know how, which is through speaking, which is through content. And I share it with the world um, because I know somebody else out there is feeling what I'm feeling. Um, because we think we're so different as people, but we're not. Somebody is somebody is going through the exact same thing. It just has a different face on it. It just has a different mask on it, but it's the same thing. Welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad you joined us. Today's guest is Will Z. Tidwell. Um, first off, Will is from Little Rock, Arkansas. And our conversation really started off with me just being really reflective about him being from the town where my family's from. You know, um, I haven't talked much on this podcast about my uncle. My uncle was kind of that uncle who spent the most time with me I think growing up so I knew him the most but also he just had an interesting edge about him I was you know, a little boy with, with no father and every time we would go to Arkansas I remember uh, my uncle had this van he had this old school van with like velvet inside and carpet shack carpet he had a bed in the back of the van it was back in the 70s and I'll never forget that van it was just like you don't drink no water in the back of that van. You don't do nothing. You just sit there. But it was it was decked out. And my uncle was so cool, right? Um, and he was like, he was a fireball, right? I mean, he, I've I've seen him get upset, you know. And but I really learned a lot from my uncle. And you know, um, he passed away last year, or twenty nineteen. And it was really hard on me. It was really hard. I found out I was at a rites of passage event. Um, I found out the weekend that we recorded for the Lisa Ling, This Is Life. And um, I happened to just be on Facebook um, and people were saying or responding to my mom's post like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, uh, condolences. I'm like, condolences? What the heck? Now I'm in the middle of the woods. I only happened to look at my phone that night just by accident. I went in and I'm like, and she said, I can't believe my brother's gone. I'm like, which brother? So then I'm not trying to search. The, the, and it was my uncle. It was my uncle Derek. And um, I was blown away. And 
you know, one of the things that we talk about in this podcast, it was just me remembering my uncle. Not only thinking about Little Rock and where my grandmother is and where I spent kind of the first year of my life when my mom was in college. Um, I spent a lot of summers there and a lot of, you know, Christmases there sometimes when, because we were the only ones in California. All the rest of the family was still in Arkansas. And this conversation just brought up a lot of memories of being back in Little Rock, but also a family. And Will talks about uh, the stories that he shares in his podcast. Z speaks about the real stuff that he goes through. It's not stuff that he's making up to try and tell a story. It's not stuff that he's just like thinking about, how do I engage people in this thing? He's, he, he talks about stories that he actually goes through in his own life. And, you know, just recently I've been getting more clear about the messages that I'm trying to share with people when I'm talking about my other video content. I realize I need to be talking to educators. I need to be talking to teachers. Because as a teacher, as a former educator, I'm really clear that there's so much going on, so much that was going on with me as a teacher that I didn't get to talk about. There's so much I know that's going on with students that they're not talking to their teachers about. And that I can possibly be a person who helps to engage those conversations. So this conversation with Will, um, I was inspired by him. I was inspired by his work. You'll hear me talk about being inspired by his lighting. Like when I watched one of his first videos, which was shared by the Confess Project, which he knows, he knows Brother Lorenzo. Like it was an interesting connection of like all these people who I didn't know know each other, but also right there in in my own hometown, my own, I mean, I'm from Oakland, California, but I call Little Rock my other home, that's right, where my family is. I said, look, your lighting is amazing, <laughs> right? Like part of me didn't want to say it because it's like, you know, like, but I was like clear that he had amazing lighting in the video. And so I was like, I need your help. He said, just call me anytime. I'll help you figure it out. No worries. I'm like, and how oftentimes do we, do I, I'll start with I and then we'll make it more global. How often do I, want to ask somebody for help, but don't want to seem as weak, as not being able to just go to Google and figure it out. But you know, sometimes even though Google has a lot of answers, it takes a long time to find the answers. It's not always just as easy as just going and say how to have good lighting. Cause I've looked at lots of things and I've have a light here, the light here and a, a light here. Like I, and being able to just ask him, you know, I would love to ask him for help. And he said, yeah, of course. How quickly that he could help me with something that I've been like thinking about for a long time, for, you know, months and months. And how often that mentoring is like that. I mean, I run a mentoring organization and I think I don't reach out for too many mentors for myself. And so this conversation was really beautiful. And I hope that you enjoy this conversation. I hope that um, you learn something. Please share it with somebody who you feel could benefit from this conversation. Um, I'm so glad to meet Brother Will and to just learn more about his story and his journey. And I think you'll enjoy it too. Thank you for being a part of the Taking Out the Mask podcast. Please enjoy today's show. Man, Charlie, thank you for having me, man. It's, it's an honor, man. I'm, I'm finally, we finally got a chance to do this. So I'm happy, man. You know, I've been like watching your stuff and I, I was telling you um, that I learned about your work from the Confess Project. And right. um, I would like you just to introduce yourself. That's how I first learned about you. And yeah. I, I've been following you ever since. And so uh, will you let 
folks know what you're up to, what you do, and then we're going to jump into these masks. Okay. Um, well, yeah, man, like you said, my name is just Will Z. Titwell. Uh, originally born and raised in Little Rock, Arkansas, man. Um, man, proud native of the city. Um, man, and, and my, my true passion and, and the true foundation, everything I represent is, is community outreach. I mean, that's a big piece of, of, of who I am. Um, so really developing and coming up with unique, you know, initiatives and programming um, for the youth, for the less fortunate, for, for young men, for, for just my people in general, um, which kind of sprouted into other things, you know, really a lot of my different talents from the speaking to the uh, uh, to the writing and all of those different things. And so what I did was just create a platform where no matter what I'm doing, whether it's an initiative, a program, a speak, a speaking, a writing, content, whatever, my goal is to use my gifts and my platform to um, to really, you know, provide resources and, and, and things for people to impact their life in a positive way, you know? And so everything we do, that's what we're trying to do. So, um, yeah, man, that's a little bit about me. Oh man! Well, I thank you for that. I don't think I, I didn't know that you were also from Little Rock. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, born in Oh man! Oh, come Yeah, that's where my that's oh. So my uncle, my my grandmother still lives there on in the, on the over by where the by the airport. She's oh, yeah. on those those on those streets right by First Baptist Church. That's where yeah. her and uh, you know they're trying to push all those people out of there so they can expand the airport and more. But. Yeah. She's, nope. she's held on to that house for a lot of years, you know. So she over there. So she's over there in the Fush Dam, Fush Dam, uh, East End area. That way, yeah, over that that's way. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's, that's Roosevelt in Ninth. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So she, she right there in the heart of the city, man. She ain't, she ain't going nowhere. <laughs> she ain't going nowhere. <laughs> oh, they're trying. You know, they trying. The people with the big oh, yeah. pockets, they trying. Yeah. You know, they trying. They trying to cut her a check to get her to leave, ain't they? That's right. That's right. All, all the man, all her and her best friend next door. They're just like we're not going nowhere. I so thank you, man. 100%. Thank you. I'm glad. See, I'm glad. There's even another connection right there. See, I didn't even know that part. So I'm yep. glad to hear that, man. Yes, well, sir. you know, we we get a chance on this on this conversation to really uh, talk about these masks, and I think uh, one of you know, your videos that I watched recently from about. Um, about brokenness right like mm-hmm. there's one that really resonates a lot and um how beauty comes out of that right how, and right. so I, I i'm just wanted to say i'm excited to be able to do this and so we're gonna just make the mask right now together and then we're gonna share it and then the conversation will go where it, where it's supposed to go okay yeah i'm following your right. lead, man. let's do it all right so here we go on the you just fold your paper in half you know and then on the, we're gonna use the left side and the right side as a way of describing the left as being the front and the right as being the back okay so on the le- on the left side just right front okay and the right side right back uh, and, and this, I got it. yep yep all right man and and just a um uh, a warning for your followers i cannot draw <laughs> i cannot draw <laughs> <laughs> I the, the closest I'm getting to artistic is writing. I can write. That's what I do. I don't. I can't draw at all. So please do not um, hate this man's show because of my lack of artistic ability. Because this oh, is a dope platform. Man. So well, I can't. I can't write. So maybe we, we got to start trading. I, <laughs> I can't draw you those like. areas. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna help each other out, then, man. <laughs> all right, fantastic, fantastic. Well, the way we do it is with the first step is to draw a mask. So whatever you okay. draw is perfect. And just know that I'm not an artist either. So if please don't be looking for no, what you see on this paper, you'll be like, that's your drawing. Man, so listen. whatever you listen. draw is going to be perfect. Okay. I'm, so I'm right. going to do that now. Okay. 
For those of you that are listening, you know you can make your mask online at 100kmasks.com um, and you can be a part of this movement. Um, Will and I are drawing us on pieces of paper, which is how this activity first started. And so uh, uh, he and I get to do it uh, together live and you get to do it anonymously uh, on that site, 100kmasks.com. And uh, we look forward to you like exploring your own mask as well. Do I need to put the face in the nose and all that too? It's with nope. Is is you know masks are they have so many different representation, you know. So sometimes they're just almost plain, right? Sometimes they're very ornament. Whatever you draw is going to be perfect, and it's exactly what comes through you. Okay. All right. So the first step is to draw a mask, and then the second step is to think of the mask as a representation of you, right? So. If that mask was a representation of you, what are three qualities or characteristics that you gladly let the world see about you? What are three qualities or characteristics? And you write those anywhere on the left side. Three qualities the, or character. Uh-huh. Am I right, writing on, on the, the front mask. or right on the back? You can write on the front. These are going to be the front okay. of the mask. Yep. Okay. Qualities that you gladly let the world see. Okay. Qualities, characteristics you gladly let the world see. One more. Let me see. That's kind of tough, man. If you only got two, then two is okay. Yeah, I got I got a third one, I think. Mm. And I'm sure I'll think of something deeper later and I'll be mad that I didn't think okay. of that, no, no. that dope one. You know what I mean? Like when I get off this call, we'll be like, man, I should have wrote this, but I got three. There it is. But though, but though, and imagine that. Like our mask may change at all different times. Right now in this moment, maybe there's just two you're thinking of, right? And we know that as masks of our own self, we sometimes have to change them based on where we are, right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. So now, now we're going to move to the back. And this is this part um, is a very different than the front because the back of the mask are things that we normally don't let people see. Things that we normally don't talk about or we... We don't get a chance to talk about. Um, so the back of the mask are things that we normally don't let people see. So if you can think of three that you're willing to write there. I wrote those pretty fast. <laughs> oh, okay. You're right. Okay. I'm, I'm still writing mine. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, hmm. Um, okay. All right. Well, this is where it begins. This is the beginning of the, the, the next say, phase of the show. So you as a guest get to decide who goes first. Either you go first or I go first. Um, and you'll share the front or you tell me I'll share the front first. And then we'll share the back. And then we'll kind of let it roll from there. I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll let you go first, man. Okay. All right. Well, get ready for this drawing and these. Okay, here we go. Man, so you get ready. Here, here's the front. That's the that's the mask. <laughs> I don't feel so bad anymore. <laughs> See, there you go. See, I told you it is it, the drawing is just a representation, right? So here are the words that I here's the things I gladly let people see: hard work, caring, and funny. Um, and I think that when I think of I, 
I've been trying to like use different words and like really just get like present to right now. Uh, yesterday I was with a group of youngsters in our program, the, some boys and when I'm with them, they're so silly. Right. And so like they bring out the silly in me. And so I like being funny with them. Like it's not always, we play games first so we can get a lot of that energy out. So when we come to circle time, they got space. And I realized like, because I'm in the office all the time, I rarely get to do that. I meet with them once a month. So I realize how silly not only they are, how silly some of our boys are, but also how silly that like I used to be when I had more time to be be funny and silly. Right. Right now I'm in the office at the desk and always working and, you know, very hardworking and serious, you know, like sometimes you may not even think like if I'm just not paying attention to how I'm looking, I'm, I look like I'm mad. Maybe I'm not, I'm just, I'm just intense, you know, hundred percent. Um, and caring, you know, I had a conversation with a young man last night, high schooler, you know, second week of school, already struggling, already like disconnecting. And it's like, OK, we got to we got to find your fire. We got to help you help. I can't find your fire. I can tell you what I see in you, but trying to help him. And so realizing like, you know, I had, I had stuff to be doing, but there was nothing more important than me having that conversation with that young man. Really, once he told me he was struggling right now, you know, so like. I, I think I'm really caring and only people who maybe really know me know that, you know, so 100%, um, yeah, 100%. that's the front of my mask. Well, that was dope, man. Um, and, and you know, I, I walk a similar, a similar path, which is why I think this show was perfect for me to, you know, be able to be a part of. So don't laugh at my mask, man, but you know, that's the mask, man. And um, I wrote in cursive, so you might not be able to read it, but my three words are um, vulnerability, um, the process and the happiness. Um, because for me, from a vulnerability standpoint, the reason I put that was because um, a lot of times the thing that connected us was my content, right? And that's the thing that's, that's had, you know, put me in a lot of spaces with those people. But a lot of times I think that people think I create this content to operate as if I'm superior to you, as if I'm telling you what to do because I'm perfect and you're not. But a lot of people don't understand that the, the topics and the reason I speak with such passion and love when I'm creating is because I'm the one dealing with a lot of those things that I'm telling you about. Right. So so for instance, how you so we connected on the piece of mental health and, and what really matters and what what's happiness is because I lived that. I saw people that I, you know, my pops who I love dearly. He put money and materialistic things before his family. So then it damaged our relationship, right? And it makes me focus on things that are really don't matter. And sometimes I put my daughter on the back burner, even when I don't try to. I put my relationship on the back burner, even when I don't try to. So I, I take those things that I'm feeling and the things I'm thinking about, and I get them out the best way I know how, which is through speaking, which is through content. And I share it with the world um, because I know somebody else out there is feeling what I'm feeling. Um, because we think we're so different as people, but we're not. Somebody is somebody is going through the exact same thing. It just has a different face on it. It has a different mask on it, but it's the same thing, right? Um, yeah. And in the process, I think the process kind of ties directly to the vulnerability because, you know, social media has tricked us, man. Social media <laughs> and these different things has, has messed us up in the head to where when you get on here, all you see is wins and I'm making 6K a month. I, I make six figures a month and I can teach you how to do this. And and, and it's like, it's just win, 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 success, success, success. I'm winning, I'm yeah. doing this. And, and, and that's just not realistic. 
And I think that is why we see such a high spike in, in mental health issues and people committing suicide and people doing all these different things because nobody shows the process anymore. Nobody yeah. talks about how they were low just Monday, how they didn't meet the quota all week for their business. Nobody talks about that stuff. I just had a conversation yesterday where I didn't make quota for my business, but one day last week. Mm. Most people are not going to get on here and talk about that online or on, a, on an interview. But but yeah. but yeah, true enough, I do have money in the bank where we're good, we're not stressing, we're blessed, right? Cool. But we didn't make quota, but one day out of seven days last day, last week, we didn't make quota. And, and, and nobody talks about that. And I think that if more people took the time to, to be real and be transparent about that type of stuff, not just business, but life in general, the depression, yeah. their anxiety, all of those different things will be a lot um, better as a community and as a people, right? And then lastly, just happiness. You know, happiness, it, you know, happiness comes in different forms to different people. And for me, you know, despite the things that we deal with, despite the things that we're going through, when you really sit back and think about it, man, we're so blessed. We're so blessed, man. It's people that were, I don't know if you saw it or not, these, these, these people in other countries are hanging on the planes trying to escape their situation to come to a better thing. And we're complaining about simple things. And so I, I look at it like, I'm so blessed. And I'm just happy. Um, so, yeah, man, those, those are my three words. And, and I know that was kind of, you know, long-winded. But, yeah, th- those are my three things, man. Man, no, that was perfect. And I think when you talked about that, like, the idea of happy in terms of, like, when do I get to talk about the other stuff, right? When I when I, I, I put myself in – I was listening to somebody say something the other day. And I don't know what post I saw. It was like, do I, do I ignore my intuition mm-hmm. with logic – my intuition says I'm feeling this thing. So, but I don't want to feel it. I don't want to feel it. So I'm, 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 a, I'm a logic that, oh, it's supposed to happen, right? It's supposed to happen. And I think I sometimes go the opposite where I just, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I make everything happy. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I sometimes ignore dealing with some of the real stuff, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh. and then it hits, it hits that level of load where you're like, and that's the back part. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, it's going to, it's going to come back right here. So 100%, um, so, 100%. So here's my back. Uh, family history, uh, worry, and am I enough? And I think when I when I think about these, I mean, when I wrote the last one, I was like, that's it's not an everyday thought, but sometimes it it comes in, right? Like our organization is growing, and I'm I I I'm a hard worker, so I'm clear about that. But sometimes I'm like. Can I, can I grow it to what I, what I dream of it being? Like, do I have all of the, the, the stuff, the right stuff? I'm, I know I'm willing to work hard. I'm willing to learn what I don't know. But, you know, do I need to be learning social media and making films and video and hiring people and firing people? And, like, how much can I actually keep learning to, like, keep things moving, you know? And, 100%. And I think... I think I, when you talked about quota, when you talked about that, man, I appreciate that because I am, I've been like trying to share more of this journey. Like it's not always pretty. We got, I've, I've ordered games, these games for these educators, the shipping company is tripping right now. Like they took money really well. And right now, like school's already started. These games are supposed to be already in these teachers' hands and we don't even have them in our office. So I'm like, I got to make a video to tell people your video, your games are not coming. Right. And I'm like, Oh gosh. And then they go, and it just feeds into the other, like, 
I, I didn't I'm not making the card, so I'm it's not my fault, but it's always my responsibility, right? So 100%, as the leader. 100%. And so yeah, so that those it dances, it dances. And I and I think that you know, um when I wrote family history there, I was like, you know, when one of the last times I was in Arkansas two years, a year and a half ago before the pandemic was from my uncle's funeral, you know, and um and it was in Little Rock. And I and I just felt like like there was such a hard trip, you know, because I, I want I wanted to reach out for help around dealing with it. And I was trying to be strong for my family. Right. I'm trying to be strong, you know, grandson helping my grandmother. And I was hurting, man. I was hurt. My, it was my 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 ang- my uncle. Right. I had a couple of uncles, but that was Uncle Derek. That was, right? the, like, that was the uncle. Yeah. 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 You know, and, um, and it was just sad. It was just sad. And it was. And it was sad because of the, some of the story, right? You know, like how it happened, who did it, like all that. And it's just like, but no one really talks about it. So everyone is like trying to process, but no one's trying to talk about it. And I'm like, I I process by talking, you know? And so I was I was carrying it. I've been carrying it. Like even I want to still find out, has anybody know, like, like Michael was killed by his son, right? And part of me is like, I'm wondering about him, like, what is now that he needs to go through with his own life and his own mind and his life that he's going to be probably in jail for the rest of his life for killing his father? Like, is anybody going to visit him? Like, is anybody in the family like this? It's just all the things that go on in my mind sometimes that I'm like, I guess I'm supposed to just navigate this by myself. I guess I'm supposed to just like process this alone. Right. And so uh, those are some of the things that I don't really talk about. So when you mentioned Ark and Little Rock, I'm like, oh, I just felt I felt compelled to name my uncle Derek, who I miss a lot, you know. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that's man. I that's heard. I actually heard about that story, man. Was that recent? That was recent when when he uh, killed his he, father. Yeah, before the pandemic. So like it was like uh, I don't even. <laughs> I can't even. It feels like yes. It feels like yesterday because the pandemic. I almost lost that whole year, right? So yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that, man. I I definitely remember that story because it was like because it didn't really get a lot of airtime. It really yeah. didn't get a lot of airtime. It was like they touched on it, and it was like, okay, that you know what I mean. Like it didn't, I know, and that's something I just, I was like, wow, like you know what I mean. You just been imagine. Yeah. So I'm sorry to hear that, man. Um, yeah, man, that's heavy. Um, my back. Uh, again, I write in cursive, so you guys might not be able to read it. Um, it's failures, the truth, um, depression, anxiety, and fear. They kind of all in one. <laughs> kind of all. I feel like they kind of fall under the same category. Yeah. Um, the failures, I, I, it can be kind of, of contradicting because it seems like I'm saying that on the front, I don't mind showing you the process. I don't mind showing you those things, but at the same time, again, I think because of, of, of the way our minds have been, have been molded, especially now these days, when we feel we're so ashamed of that, we're, we're so, um, we're, we're so, you know, scared to talk about that we might have messed up, that things didn't go right, that things didn't go like we planned, right? Like we wanted mm-hmm. to do these things and we wanted to have the whatever, whatever. And it just didn't pan out that way. And I, and for me, sometimes I find myself in a space where I'm very ashamed of my failures, right? I'm very, um, I, I become out of touch and forget that failure is a part of it all, that I am human, that I am imperfect. And so sometimes I hide those things. I hide those things and I forget that 
you're human just like me. You make failures just like me. And and I and I don't know if you ever had a chance to see this video, but one of my favorite videos today, and it's still, it's not even one that went viral, was one where I talked about how we we judge each other so easily. We talk mm. about each other so easily, we point the finger at each other so easily, you know, for the different things that you know that happen in our life. And we fail to remember that you made the same mistake at some point in your life. <laughs> right. And so that's the, to, to me, yeah. you know, that's one of the things I, I tend to hide because again, around me, it feels like everybody is so perfect, but I have to remember that that's not the case. And yeah. just like I try to hide my failures a lot of times because it can be embarrassing. A lot of other people do the same thing in their mind, but they just may never admit it. That's right. Um, That's right. And then the truth. Um, truth is, is that on the internet, it seems like I'm so perfect and I have it all together, but I don't. And um, I'm afraid sometimes to admit that. I'm afraid to, I'm afraid to, uh, you know, walk in that. But what I've learned over time is that the more that you're willing to lean into the truth and be vulnerable, like I mentioned on the front, when I actually choose to do that, yeah. That's when that's when I perform the best. Yeah. When I come from a real raw, open, transparent space, that's when I do the best yeah. in everything I'm yeah. doing. So, um, but I hide it oftentimes again because when people have already put this this image of you in their head, you almost feel obligated to live up to that. But you don't have to. Yeah. It's a choice, right. you know. Right. Um, right. And that and that's the biggest thing. And then last but not least, just that depression and that anxiety and that fear. Again, when you when you have to be that 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 superhuman and that superhero for so many people you have to be a father uh, uh you know a boyfriend you have to be a, a leader a business owner a boss for your people that work under you you have to you have to be the the leader of your household you, you have to take care of your parents you have to be all of these different people for so many people that's scary for a man in, in america having to have so many titles and so much falling on your back but we can never admit it because people are going to look at us crazy as men or as people in general for saying that we are afraid, right? And and I think the the the, the oftentimes that the depression and the fear and the anxiety comes in is when again we have this certain expectation of what we wanted to happen and these certain expectations that other people want us to live up to and it doesn't happen. Then the depression hits us in our face. Or mm. when we go around pretending to be strong for so long yeah. and we barely holding on the depression kisses in our face or we pretend to have to be this person again to, mm. to, 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 val- to be validated by other people that don't even matter. Yeah. The depression hits us in our face. And I think that's something that I hide. I, I try to validate other people's opinions sometimes, not even knowing. I try to hold all of this weight on my shoulder and never try to admit that it's heavy. I try to yeah. be all of these titles mm. and, and, and try to please all of these people. And I forget about me sometimes. And if you ever go back and look at my content, everything I just said, I say that on my social media, but it's about me. But I share it because I know somebody else can feel it. And so, yeah, those are my three, man. I think those are three and something that needs to be talked about a little bit more. You know how, and if you really just paid attention to everything I just said, the front really aligns with the back. And to be honest, it just depends on the day. One day I might yeah. show it to you, one day I might not. Um, that's right. That's and, right. I, and that's just life, you know. But I'm, I want to get to a consistent place where I'm okay with showing you those things, showing you the truth, and showing you the depression, showing you the anxiety, admitting those things. But I don't do it for you to feel sorry for me. I do it mm. to show you that that's life, and that's real, and that's and that's how it's going to be sometimes. But if you have the the faith and the and the the strength to to fight through that and keep going despite of that, allow yourself yeah. to feel, of course. But after that, 
you'll be okay. So, yeah, man, those are mine. Man, yeah. I, I, thank you. First of all, thank you. That, that was that was that was powerful, and I appreciate it. I think thinking about all those layers of when I don't get to to share it, when I don't get to talk about it, when I when I have to hold it in in the role, like when I and I and I, here's here's what I know. Here's what I know. I. I'm learning how not to spend so much time comparing myself 100%. because I look, I look at your stuff and I'm so amazed. I'm like, Oh man, I got, I got to figure out how to get that lighting right here. Cause this light is a little bit too bright. How do I, I'm trying to turn the light off and down. I'm like, turn it like, what's going on? Like I got, <laughs> like, what's going on? Okay. I need to, I need to change the tone of this. Okay, this light's not working. It's yeah. the wrong light yeah. tone. Yeah. Like, I, 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 in my mind, like, right. While, while you're talking, I'm like, that's amazing lighting. I need to figure out how you get that lighting. <laughs> like I'm like the story, right? Like like your setup. Like when I when I, when I like when I see the setup, right? You got your mic there. You got the camera there. You like like I and when I compare, when I get in comparison mode, I'm never happy. Yeah. When I get in comparison mode, I just want to celebrate other people. Like I'm so juiced to hear your stuff, and I'm like. And I'm always like, well, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. And I get into that mode. And I and part of me just wants to be like, hey, can you teach me? Part More than anything, I want to just come to you and be like, hey, Will, can you teach me how to, can you teach me what lights you're using? Can you teach me, like, how you how you set your camera up? Can I, like, because I want to learn. I want to get better. I, yeah, I don't want to. Man, I'll gladly show you that, brother. Easy. Easy. Uh, man, we'll have a separate conversation. You get my number after this, and I'll I'll give you the game. It's nothing. Man, well, you you're doing amazing work, and I think you're helping people. And I hope that more people hope they tell you, hope they tell you that the how it impacts them. And I'm and I think that one of the things I I see with the young people I work with, I had a young man out of the blue to me the other day, and he was just like, you know, he just graduated high school. He's hope he's gonna get a car in about a month. He's yeah. about to get his license. He's like. Yeah. I just can't believe it because he and our relationship almost disappeared because yeah. I was I was giving him some corrective, you know, the words and he was mad. And I was like, I'm not going to lie to you, brother. You're you're saying one thing. You're doing this like just to just I, I don't want you to you don't owe me nothing. But if you say you're trying to graduate and yet you're not going to show up to school, that's not inaccurate. That's an accurate thought, thought process based on what you're saying. Right. And uh, he was like. He says, "You want to thank you." He out of nowhere. He just branches. I want to thank you for all your support and for keeping and pushing me. And I think that sometimes, you know, growing pains are not don't feel good, right? Not at all. Not I mean, at all. Not at I think all. When you see somebody, I saw one of my young men hadn't seen him in like three months. He had a sprout session over the last three months. Like he literally sprouted like four inches. I'm like, dude, what happened to you? Like over this last four months, you know. Um, when you see it, sometimes when you see the growth after, it's a celebration. But he was like, man, I've been having my knees been hurting, like the pain along the way. People can't see the pain. Right. They don't see the all this, the stress and behind the scenes and the am I going to make it to the end of the payroll this this season? Like all the stuff. They don't see all that. Right. And I think uh, I, I want to be sharing that, especially with people running nonprofits. Right. Because that's the work that we're trying to do is like, how do we help these in this system that's not designed for our kids to succeed all the time? How do we help them navigate? So, and thank you, thank you, brother Will. And thank you for having thank me, man. It was, man, this is these are the type of conversations I enjoy. Um, it's dope, man, because I, I get a chance to to connect with again dope dope minded people and like minded people and people that are in the same walks of life as myself. But also yeah. it gives a chance for people to hear 
um, the realness behind the content, the realness behind the brand and the person, because I want people to hear that because I don't always get the chance yeah. to share it. So I'm, yeah. I'm thankful for you to have me, man. It was, it was a, I wish we could have did this longer, man. You know, and man, we can. We, we... I got, I got an extra 20 minutes if you want. I got an extra 20 minutes. <laughs> well, I think, you know, one, one thing would be really beautiful is just if, if there's what message would you say to a young person who was where you were in high school, middle school? What message would you say as to a person who was trying to figure it out right now? Who's like who may absolutely may hear this, may somehow see a clip of this, may 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 be following you, but never tell you that they're following you. You know, what would you say to somebody who's thinking about this mask, right? Because I think I tell people, I'm not, we're not here to tell people they shouldn't have masks. Yeah. We're saying in this work, do you have one person in your life that you can go and get real with and take the mask off? Or do you go from house mask for family, friend mask for friends, sports mask with their back, like work mask, like you got all these different masks and never do you get to just be like, not, not on. Not on. I think we all just... I think we just need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and again, man, I, I remember saying something. I said, we all deserve a safe, a place where we can feel safe in our life. We don't have to be strong all the time. We don't have to be, we don't have to be, um, we don't have to try to save everybody else all the time, but we can be the one being saved for once, right? We can just, we can cry if we want to cry. We can laugh if we want to laugh. We can, we can be corny if we want to be corny and, and not have to worry about, oh, 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 let me straighten up. Let me, you know, like we don't have to do that. You know what I mean? And, and, um, yeah. We all deserve that, man, because I think that's where the depression and the anxiety comes in the most, you know, in those places. Like you said, well, we got to have eight different places to be to be a different person. And then we got to remember to stay in character the whole time we're there. And it's just like, that's a lot, man. That's just a lot to keep up with. Um, but what would I say to that person? Um, I would say that I would say that it's OK not to have it all figured out. Um, and that. I, I get that you may have some big dreams and big goals right now, you know, in high school, in middle school, whatever the case may be. I get that. And I'm happy that you have these goals and these dreams and the things you want to do. And, I, and, and you know, I'm going to support you regardless of those things. But I hope that you don't get so hung up on what you want and what you're dreaming for and what you're going after that you're never receptive to the things that God may have in store for you because your plans and the things that you want may not align with what he wants. And you may miss out on so many blessings and so many, so many gifts and so many um, things because you were so hell bent on this thing that you didn't even see that it was a path so much better for you over here. And the crazy thing is, is that you may end up arriving at the same thing you wanted, but it wasn't <laughs> going to be the, it wasn't going to be the route that you wanted to take to get there. And so that was it for me because, and, and I would say that because I remember being in high school, I played sports. I wanted to play sports. I wanted to be in sports all my life. I wanted to do that. And, and I could never stay out of trouble. I could never stay out of trouble. And, and I got that taken away from me. So as you may know, when you have something stripped away and you feel like that's all you are, you're lost. You 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 don't know what to do. Mm. So then you start to turn and discover other things about yourself that you never even knew existed. Yeah. So then I discovered yeah. the writing, I discovered the speaking, I discovered the passion for this, and that same feeling I used to get playing sports, I get it now from that. Yeah. I got the same feeling. Yeah. I just got to it a whole different way. And yeah. so, but but if I would have been so hell bent on 
still trying to play sports and I'm 25 now. I'm still hell bent on that. <laughs> I would have missed my blessing. I would have missed, I wouldn't be here with you. I wouldn't be impacting yeah. the people that I, that are the DMs I get every day about helping people not kill themselves and all of these different things. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be able to do that work. Um, because I was so helpless, I want I wanted that I ignored what God said He had for me. So that's what I would say. And it won't be pretty. It won't be perfect. It won't be. It won't be. It won't be how you planned it. You know. And I get that you wrote it down in your pretty little journal, and it sounded good on your vision board and all of that. But it won't be like that. But that doesn't mean that you don't you won't get there. So um, yeah, that's what I would tell them. That's one of the many man. things I was I would say to them, man. And and, and I, you know, and and I know they probably it'll go through one through not one ear and out the other at seventeen and sixteen because it did yeah. for me. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. when it actually when you actually start dealing with it, living it, and seeing it, and then you come out of that storm, you'll get That's what right. I was saying. You'll get it. So yeah. yeah. It was, it, but it's a seed, right? It's a seed. It gets planted, seed. and sometimes it stays dormant for a while, and then every once okay. in a while, the right amount of water, soil, pressure. All earth, sun, heat pre- comes in, right? And then it's like, whoa, where did that Absolutely. come from? Well, Absolutely. It's, been, it's been germinating underneath the surface for so long. For you know? so long, for so long, you know? Like, like I know you probably often had those moments where you were like, man, I remember my mom told me that. And we may never admit it to her that she was right. But she planted, <laughs> they, planted they planted seeds in us when we were 13, 14, 15 years old that we didn't understand. And, and that we didn't understand where they were, you know, what was going to sprout in us later. But now we get it. And, um, same thing for those, you know, those young men that, that you and I get a chance to work with every day. So there it is. There it is. Yeah, man. Who we? We just went to school, man. Yeah, thank it you, was heavy, brother. Man. Will. That was, that was heavy, man. Thank you. Thank you. First of all, um, thank you. And will you tell folks how they can follow you, where they should like yeah. check in you with your work, where are the best places? And we'll put it all in the show notes, but let them know. Um, yeah, man. Um, Instagram is my favorite. So Will Z Will Will Z E T I D. W-E-L-L, like you said, it'll be in the show notes for you too. Um, Twitter, same thing. Will Z Titwell, uh, neighborhood uh TikTok, neighborhood hero 96. Um those are, are those my main three. Yeah, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok are my are my main three platforms that I spend majority of my time on. So yeah, please follow me, connect with me. Say you heard us on the heard me on the show and with my guy and um man, let's just stay connected. I I'm I'm always open to I respond to DMs and not bougie. So please reach out. Right on, brother. But well, we will be doing that. And thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be here with us. And, you know, folks, if you want to make a mask, you can do that. 100kmasks.com. Anonymous on your own. But please, I invite you to talk to a friend. Ask them what is some stuff that they don't normally talk about. And I imagine you're going to get a chance to recognize that you're not alone. And that's the main purpose of this campaign. So for the will, thank you for making time today. Um, and thank you all for being a part of the Taking Off the Mask podcast. Thank you, man. Love. Peace. Taking Off the Mask podcast is produced by Ryan Louie. Editing videography is also by Ryan Louie. Graphics by Kelly Wong. And a special thanks to the team at Ever Forward, Vanessa Cortez and Kevin Romero. And I'd like to thank everyone who's been a part of the creation of this podcast. As we hit this one-year anniversary, we hope that everyone who's been a part knows that they're a part of the Taking Off the Mask experience. And we look forward to you being a part of it as well. If you liked what you heard today, please like, subscribe, and share. And we look forward to us continuing to offer conversations that matter. Take care. See you soon.